I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The Rundown, with the biggest stories of the day, from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Yeah, the Grizzlies lost at the Cavaliers last night without Jaron Jackson, without Steven Adams. Pretty much had it penciled as a loss, especially with those two big guys down here doing that against the front line, the Cleveland front line. That's got Mobley, Allen, Darius Garland was ready to play. Uh, what did he do, 32, 11 assists or so? Uh, remember, he had had his shot blocked at FedEx Forum, a potential game-winning shot blocked. So you knew he was going to be locked in, and then you had Donovan Mitchell, of course, who did not play in that first game back, and we know what happened with him and with Dylan Brooks now in the third quarter. We talked at length about that in the first hour. I'm ready to talk about the other news that came out right before that game, which was Jaron Jackson Jr. being named an all-star. In fact, Memphis has two, obviously, for the first time in franchise history at the same time in John ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. John knows I like nuts and bolts, so here's a little bit of that. Uh, John ja Morant in his four seasons, averaging 27 Basically six rebounds, 8.3 assists, one steal in 32.7 minutes this year. It's obviously his second all-star appearance, having started last year. As for Jaron Jackson Jr., who was the surprise, and Sane even admitted to you uh, that he was surprised, even though he, he you know, kind of spoken this into existence several weeks ago. I'd shot it down, says too premature. Defensive player of the year, yes. All-star, probably not uh, yet. And you base that on, you know, uh, assuming that Laurie Markkinen's going to get a nod in. At that time, thinking A.D. probably going to be in, maybe that helped Jaron here because Anthony Davis obviously uh, not going to play in this game. Some considered him a snub. I did not. Has he played enough to be an all-star this first half of the season? I don't think so. Uh, either way, Jaron benefited from it all, and for the first time in his career, having averaged 16.5 points, 6.7 rebounds, a steal. Here's the one, 3.3 blocks. That's a league-leading 3.3 blocks in 27 minutes. Gets the all-star nod. We mentioned it. Uh, best defensive player in the league, clearly. And the coaches who picked the reserves in this case, uh, obviously giving him acknowledgement of that. Uh, I think, too, having Drew Holiday from the Bucks is that as well, getting a defensive guy. So, Jaron Jackson, John Morant, both all-stars and headed to Utah. And I'd say if you're going to go to Utah, Salt Lake City is boring as a place that is. Good to do it with a friend. And so the two of them obviously shared smiles, shared congratulations last night before the game. As for the other Reserves over in the East. You got Joel Embiid, who John pointed out should have been a starter. Yes, 
Like, you talk about snubs. Joel Embiid should be starting. He's an MVP candidate this Agreed. year. Uh, other reserves from the Eastern Conference, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, Drew Holiday, we mentioned, DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> Julius Randle, and why'd Tyrese you, why'd, Halliburton. Why'd you have to toot on DeMar, bro? I mean, I'm not just... a fan. I'm not a fan of him or Levine. I mean, As a Bulls guy, yeah, I'm exactly. ready to blow it up. I can't wait till next Thursday to see who my Bulls trade. You hard on a brother, man. I'm so tired of being down. I'm tired of being tired about the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Tired of being tired. Got it? Mm-hmm. So don't bring them up to me. DeMar DeRozan, I, I would never. It's his sixth appearance. Congratulations to you, dude. Western Conference All-Star Reserves. Joining Morant were DeMontis Sabonis, Dame Lillard, who just cooked us, Paul George. This is his eighth selection. I don't need to see him in another All-Star game. Uh, even though I understand why he continues to get picked. Then you've got Shea Gilgis-Alexander, much deserved. We mentioned Lori Markinen to go with Jaron Jackson Jr. As far as the biggest snubs from the reserves, because we mentioned that Embiid should have been a starter. He should not be a reserve. Andy Edwards on my list pretty high. Mm-hmm. What's that brother got to do, John? They're top six last I looked. Yeah. And you're giving them no one. And while I know they've been back and forth and sort of Kind of just hanging around five hundred all year long. He's been the best player on that team without Cat. I mean, Cat gone. He's kind of he's kept him in the fight here. And like we said, they're a, they're a top six team. Last I looked, over in the in the standings. And so I, I thought he had a case with the year that he's put in, especially offensively. What what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think um, for me, it's De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, but you can't, you're gonna give sack. Too. I know. I mean, that's that's the that's. I'm with you if you take him and throw some, out some. Some people bonus. are like, hey, why are you giving the Grizzlies two? <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. Um, now, they're two in the two West. in the West. But, but I guess Denver did not get two. Yeah. I mean, that's the one that jumps out. De'Aaron Fox's numbers are, you know, they're they're good. I mean, he's averaging 24 and 6 while shooting 51% from the floor. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's put, been really efficient. And honestly, it's like because he's been in the league for so long. You know, he's been in the league since 2017. Um, that kind of feels like it's his time a little bit. Um, but, I, you know, look, I – I thought Garland's one in the in the East, but yeah, I was I was I was I was shocked that Jaron got in. I was shocked. Shocked? I was shocked. Like drive off the road, shocked? Just pleasantly shocked. Like I hit the mailbox in the neighbor's yard, shocked. Oh, yeah. for real? Yeah, no, I mean, Jaron. Yeah, no, I, I, Stop. I, I mean, I look again. It's not like I'm gonna sit here and say he doesn't deserve it because he's you know he's leading shot blocker in the NBA, and I think it's more of a it's nice to see guys get recognized for the the non sexy stats, you know. But I was, I was, I was definitely like I was surprised that that happened. I was surprised that he got recognized for that three point three blocks, bro. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's spectacular. It is. It's amazing. It's it's like a crazy offensive stat. Three point three. It's like averaging thirty. Right. Well, I don't know what the average is. Maybe thirty five. Because nobody's close to what's Claxton like two and a half, two point six. I'm just saying it's elite. Yeah, it's just usually you don't see that side of the ball get the love. I think the coaches should pick all the team. Mm -hmm. What say you? Get the fan mess, yeah, and then the players who like to play play get all of that out of there. Well, Just let the coaches do it; they're going to be responsible. Yeah, do you agree with that? Um, it would clean it up. This whole convoluted. I would, I would, I would give the fans, you know, ten percent. No, I would give. I would. I would take their weight. No, because out. then Golden State gets everybody they want in, even with that little power. But you, you can't just say so- f the fans. I mean, you, we're trying to have a product here. You're trying to get your your favorite team in. We're trying to have a product. We're trying to have. You know, fan involvement. You already know our ratings aren't good. So now you're trying to say F the fans, too? Do the fans vote for the Pro Bowl? Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. 
Tell this fool nobody watches NBA All-Star Weekend anymore either. You going to watch it? You know why? Because it's gotten so damn confusing. I don't know who's east, who's west. Did There was a draft. They're doing a draft now, and now it's before the – what are you talking about? I thought they'd always done a draft. They haven't always done a draft? No, the last couple of years they've done it on video before the thing. Now they're doing it before, right before the game in person. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you know why they keep changing it, John? Because they're trying I, to get people that's a to nice watch. Because twi- nobody a, watches anymore. Yeah, I think it's a nice twist. Now, if you just pit, let the coaches do it, you'll have the best teams out there. Now, let me give Jaron some advice. Just let the coaches pit the vote. <laughs> when, when, when I would play basketball, a lot of times. Last player taken. Yeah. And that, but I'm white, so that was always like an understood thing, you know. Like, they, like no, some, sometimes if I was shooting the ball well, I, I would get picked a little earlier than than last. But I was, I'm very used to being picked last. So my advice to Jaron is, Billy Hoyle over here. your expectations are going to be so low, my man. Just, just like go, go kill it. Your expectations will be very low. So if I hit like two threes, like yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all really messed up. Y'all really messed up by letting me last to the end because two threes in a game to 12 is a lot, man. That's four points, you know, playing by ones and twos. Why do you always have to bring yourself into the news? I'm trying to relate. You know, I'm trying to. But uh, you act like you just came up playing black folks all day. Well, I mean, You've that's been in plenty of gyms where it was all white folks. Plenty of wrecked gyms and churches. As an adult, I would agree with that. As Over a, on Sycamore View. As an adult. But you, at, when I was at White Station in, advanced, Mariah, in no. advanced team sports. For sure, I'm sorry. Advanced team sports. What is that? Is that a class? It was a. It was a. It was like one of those North Carolina what? classes. What is advanced team sports? It's like gym. They just put a fancy name on it. I told you, it's like those North Carolina classes. Now you have never told me about this class. Yeah, we had. Um, oh man, uh, R.I.P. Former uh, White Station girls basketball coach, uh, Coach Daryl. I'm I'm blanking on his last name. Please uh, forgive me. Durham. Yes. Daryl Durham. See, when you put the two of us yes. together, we can accomplish anything. Man, and, and he was a great man. He was a great talk. man. He yes, would he always, would. he would always. I knew him. We, we'd be because it was first thing in the morning. We'd always be stretching, and he would see. He would walk by. He was probably in his fifties. He'd like rub his stomach. He said, "Yeah, I used to have washboard. I used to. Have, I remember when I had washboard. That's yeah, what he would I always love, say. I love him. He was a character, like man. I think we lost him to cancer way too soon. Uh, he is certainly very missed. But he he was over that class. And so what we would do is, like, we would just some, – some days we'd play basketball. Some days we'd play flag football. Some days we'd play dodgeball. It was fun as hell, man. It was – and it was not gym because gym was like uh, – you know, gym you had to do, like, organized stuff. You know, it was not necessarily basketball. It was like, you know, you had to run. You had to, like, do the uh, – So this was an elective. Test. This was an elective. That's exactly you. right. That's exactly right. And everybody knew how to – everybody knew to took it or to take it because it was just an easy credit. Sound like that's the one the athletes take. A lot of athletes in there. Like you talked about the North Carolina classes. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of football players in there for sure, and that's why I got picked last. That's why I would usually get picked last in that in that in that class. But typically, I usually I usually outplayed my draft slot. Well, let me tell you something. And that's all Jaron's got to do. Jaron not going to suffer the same fate as you well, because I, I didn't suffer. Let me be clear about that. What, what do you mean? I had to have a huge – you must have felt terrible when that happens over no. and over and repeatedly. The expectations. You get, you get the sorry label applied to that, you. That, that, that I don't – Then you had to grow through that. I, I had that no matter what, bro. When you're just so average-looking white dude, you, everybody thinks you're sorry. Gotcha. Advanced team sports class was closest you actually got to being on a team. I, I, was, I, was, I was on team a team. Sport, that's, why you said, that's why I jumped out to you on the electives. Team. I'm on this team. How about that? The 9 Yeah. You absolutely, and you, 
John, you lead us. You're our MVP. If this keeps you're up, you're our John Morant. You're our John Morant. Bro, you're not going to talk about advanced team class and not break it down and tell us what you were involved in now. No, no I'm happy to do that. But what uh, I'm what I'm not going to let happen is, you know, you, know, you want to talk about Zaire developing, but when it comes to me, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm sorry. It, it had a real bro, negative impact on me. How in the world? Zaire, really? With you? Yeah. You want to put him in the same sentence? I'm just, well, right now, he basically is an advanced team sports. He's more of that than he is involved as a member of the Grizz rotation. Uh, he does look like a piece of meat out there for these uh, offensive players. They can get whatever they want on them right now, but I'm not throwing them to the wolves like you guys. All right, so you got Jaron and Ja this year. John, can you name the other Grizzlies players who've been named All-Stars without a miss? Uh, Zach and uh, Mark. I mean, you, Memphis. Is that your final answer? <laughs> uh Zach, Mark, you talking about as a Grizzly. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're not talking Vancouver, are we? No. Zach Randolph, Mark Gasol, um, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. Nobody else has what, been. A, has it, been. Was his friend? I don't know. What his friend? I don't, you're throwing me off. Is that your final answer? But why are you? Uh, who am I forgetting? Who who could have possibly been an All Star? Yeah, oh, it's obvious. Oh, Allen Iverson? No, it's obvious. He was homegrown. You're leaving one out. You've said you've said you've said one. Now, if I say too much, I'm give it away. Um, you talking about a Memphis Grizzly? Yeah, I'm looking at the year. Grizzlies All Star selection. You've got Zach. You got Mark. You got Ja. You got Jaron. There is one more. As a Grizzly. Yeah, one more. As a Memphis. Grizzly. I mean, it says 0506. I don't know. Oh, the city's yelling at its radio. 0506. Pow. There you go. Oh. There you go. Yeah. We just okay. have to bring you in. Pal Gasol. And, and I, I think saying Mark. I honestly did not know that Pal was an all-star. With he made it well, 05, 06. I was thinking Mike Miller, but did, he never made an all-star. No, and then Conley, I, did, I didn't know if one of y'all would mention him. That was at Utah. Yes. Where they gave him that sort of honorary one that year as a member. That didn't happen as Do you Grizzlies. remember anything about Pal's all-star game appearance with the Grizzlies? I don't. Not with the Grizzlies. He started, right? I remember the started? one with. That's where he we, and Mark well, yeah, tipped off. That's what we remember yeah, when he was no was longer a, a Grizzly. But you're right as far as 05, 06. I mean, because it had been, I mean, you're talking, he was the first. He's the first All-Star. Yeah. So so there would have been feelings, but I don't remember it like that, though, John. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I'm sure a great many Grizz fans do because he was the first one. Was that like when they would um, wear the team jersey back then? Probably so. Oh five oh six. Yeah. So the next one was Zach in nine ten, and then Mark. And Zach got again, then Mark again twice, and then John, and then John Jaron. Yeah, don't forget about old pal, baby. That's who I'm telling you. When I see Santi Aldama mm-hmm. and that swagger, yes, maybe a little tougher than pal was this early. Yep. But the swagger though, and the skill level. No, I love Santi. I do. Man, I love Santi. I loved him last night. You know, in a loss. He, he's a good player. He's a good, NBA good player. player. Yep. Uh, anyway, Jaron Jackson. And John Morant, both all-star reserves. They'll be headed to Salt Lake City. Congrats to both. Next story. We got some news on conference expansion and realignment today, which is always one of our favorite topics on the show. I love it. Um, What do you love more, conference realignment or pandas? Oh, give me conference realignment all day long. Just pour it all over me yeah, like cause, sugar. Because I told I told Jeff via text, and I, I he'll he'll he's like Zaire. He's still developing too. Like 
you can't start the interview with Jason Smith on pandas. Like, it's just not – got to read the room a little bit. Brett, hit the drop for what I thought when Jeff asked me about a damn panda this morning. Oh, uh, you know the one. Come on, Lionel. You no, know no, 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 no. It was penny. Don't say another word. Oh. Okay. Stay left. I was looking at <laughs> I was looking for the penny drop. Stop, Stop asking me stupid uh, questions. That's what I wanted to say to him. That's yeah. it. And see, we're, we're, we got a nice little. We were right there. I knew it was one. Of, I bet you knew it was one of well, them. It's, it's Stop kind of, asking me stupid questions. That's spirit. what I wanted to ask. But, but, but again, I didn't say that because the panda has passed. Right. But and you, you want to be it. as respectful as <laughs> but possible. But you made it very obvious. The panda lived a good long twenty-five years. Because Jeff, you know what Jeff tries to do is he tries, to, he tries to squeeze that story out of you, yeah. and you, and you just didn't give him anything. You just kind of said, uh, "I nah, said, let me stop you right there, buddy." I haven't seen him. I haven't gone to look at him. Yeah. And then he said, "Well, have you been to the zoo ever?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a normal person. Like uh, again, like you got to know, you don't talk about dogs. You don't talk about pandas. You don't talk about animals with jason like you just there's not gonna be much there is there john you're just not that you're not steve Irwin. but but anyway no. jeff did 15 minutes on raccoons yesterday afternoon he's hey. amazing on animals and food now now he now jeff ha, you know is a member of that you know he's he's he has a pet, pet raccoon he's fascinated by mike miller's pet raccoon like he's miller's got one yeah no it's a giant Massive. Mike Miller. Hold up. A, that's the biggest breaking news of the day right there. Hold yeah. up. Hold up. Hold up. It's like Michael Jackson having a pet monkey. Wait a second. Mike having a pet raccoon. They're wild, bro. You can't tame them. Oh, yeah. He's got a whole enclosure for it. Did uh, he just get it out of the trees? I don't remember how they came across But they got it when it was real, real little, like when it was like a baby raccoon. And now it's grown into a full thing. And they keep feeding it. Yeah, I don't like when it, when it was a baby, you'd go over there and like Mike would have it in his hood. You know, bro, like he would like. Dude, they will scratch your jugular, like they will get deep. They will cut your. face. I was face. never into that. Hell. I was, I was it's like, like a snake. There's, I was there's like, there's no love. It's snake-like in my opinion. Yeah, there's no love. Yeah, come on. They look all no. This cuddly crap. Their got their eyes glow in the dark. No, a snake. I will never come within five feet of. I mean, a, a baby raccoon. You know, baby. To your point, but that, like you said, you reach well, a yeah, point I where you're not going to do that. I, I think there there is a point where you probably have to like. Make a decision with the animal, you know. Like Each it's, got, it's gotten out. too big. It's gotten, you know. They like trash. Yeah, they they, right, they, Brad. they live on a they and they're crazy and they become, you know. Yes. Uh, but I think they got the they got the raccoon that shots and everything, so it's not uh, doesn't have rabies. Rabid, yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, they're not domesticated animals. Do you bring it to a vet to get its shots? Mm -hmm. You bring it to like the Germantown animal. There show? might be like a you know an exotic ah. you know a, a specialist there that Interesting. you know that. Uh, you know, because people have all kinds of stuff, man. People have all kinds of pets. Is it legal to keep a raccoon as a pet? You trying to? You try I didn't know it was. I, I, I guess I it's legal. It's illegal. You know, I'll snitch no, on Mike totally in a legal. minute. I ain't got a bone. No bones Jeff was about raised it. with one in the house. Yeah. Got no problem calling what? the cops on Mike. Yeah. If that, if no. Does that need to be done? Is all. No, I think it's got good living conditions. I mean, it's got oh, it's better than I live. It's got its own enclosure there both, on the see. patio. Um, but Holy yeah, crap. people have like those boa constrictors and stuff like that. I mean, is that legal? Why is that? Why is that legal? That seems more dangerous than a raccoon, a boa constrictor, any kind of snake, really. Yeah. No, you're probably right, but snake snake owning is very legal. So I suppose raccoon owning is too, John. Yeah. You've made the case for Mike again. <laughs> It's amazing how he can do it, no matter what the circumstances are. What's thrown at him? Yeah, yep. I, the one I couldn't defend him on was when he wore the red and black to the Alabama. Oh, that was rough. Gosh. Oh, that was rough. And yet oh. you were cringing still when I criticized that. But you're right. But there no, was no defense. But nobody, nobody had anything about what he was wearing to this year's game. 
this some tiger socks or something in, in Tuscaloosa. Nobody, nobody was somebody dropped the ball on that one. We didn't know what my, Mike's outfit. Well, don't nobody care if you're wearing red down there. You get on me all the time about wearing red to Penny's press conference. Do don't that do on. that. Red and black. Well, it, I mean, at the at the at the forum. Yes. Well, you did it at the at Penny Hardaway's homecoming. You know, but again, that's not what this story was about. I, Every, yeah, I was yeah. never an assistant. <laughs> right behind him, bro. Well, again, he was trying to. I'm not on his payroll. JD Davison. So, I mean, to- <sighs> this cutthroat. Totally different. It, it, it's just show, it's, it's business out here. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, did you maybe facilitate Landers Nolly's, uh, you know, transfer to Cincinnati? I mean, <laughs> so, some would ask that question. You know, like, do you have a little oh, bit of boy. backdoor allegiance there to Cincinnati with the outfit? Oh my lord. Mm-mm. Okay, I just want to make sure you weren't planting those seeds early. But after I did help Sid get to Arizona, since nobody wanted him here. Hey, we tried to get did him. You to he's starting again. Had ten last night and went over to Oregon. We gave it a shot. It was a miss. Gave Arizona the number, and they called immediately. And where is said junior out there shining for them? Just started last night. Campbell to Arizona. Yeah, shooting like thirty-seven percent again. He was a thirty-eight percent shooter for his career. Would have been perfect. It's a mess. But, but listen, Tigers are winning. That's Penny has shown he will do it his way, and he will be successful his as, way. As long as he's successful, that's really the only thing that matters. That, that, that's it. Um, anyway, real, real quick, uh, Oklahoma and Texas, there was some thought that they might leave the Big 12 a year early and that 2023 would be their last year in the Big 12 before going to the SEC. That is not happening. So they will not join the SEC until 2025. Those talks have stalled. Parties could not come to terms amid a complex negotiation involving those two schools, ESPN and Fox, and the Big 12. They couldn't agree on how to create equitable value, according to ESPN, for what Fox would lose in 2024, which is the equivalent of seven football games featuring Oklahoma and Texas that we know command premium advertising. So, Jason, I know you were looking forward to Texas and and uh, you know and Tennessee and and all those schools facing off, but you're going to have to wait and uh, let those teams continue to develop until 2025. I love this story. Yeah, this is a this, <laughs> this is a great story because you have to be you, you can have, really sink your teeth in. You have to be patient, mm-hmm. which is your specialty. And then I like the way you'll you'll roll it back and right localize it and tell us about Memphis and then its chances on this, right? Well, but don't we usually do that when we talk realignment? Do yeah. we have to localize it? And get into that depressing story. Yeah, I'm, I was going to not do that. I, good, I was gonna, good. I was, this is a good conversation was, about realignment. I was going to attempt to avoid it. Good. I, I don't want to give anybody any false hope. Next story. You know, because that's what it would Next be. Next story. Point. Does this surprise you? Um, I, I don't know. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit that it's it's taken, you know, the full length of time. Uh, as we know, the AAC has a bunch of new schools coming in next season. Quick, but, name them. Uh, we just did this. Uh, Florida Atlantic, which lost. You cursed them last night against UAB. Not your boy. Yeah, Dusty May. He dropped one. Now the Ole Miss job's looking real good. Uh, UAB is coming in. Um, I said Patino for that Ole Miss job on Twitter. Richard or Rick? Rick. Okay. Why not? Hell. Has it been long enough? Probably so in yeah, the world I of guess. college basketball. That probably makes sense. Um, uh, North Texas. Yes. Charlotte. Yes. UTSA. Yeah, you're home free now. You remember. Rice. Right. I think that's it. Yeah, you said six, right? Yeah. So, anyway. What a great conference. Uh, obviously, the SEC's moves pale in comparison. Um, but but Easier to remember who's coming, though. They are happy. To the SEC. It's just going to be a little bit late. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 2025. 
Next story. I got one more because, you know, I love talking about former Tigers. I want you to be aware of this. Tyler Harris is three-pointers away from breaking the conference all-time record for three-pointers made. Now, remember, he left one year, too, to go play at Iowa State. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so has done this in, what, four years? Because it's three at Memphis, it's one at South Florida, and you don't count the Iowa State year. Yeah, he uh, he went 6 of 13 in their last game, a 71-63 win over East Carolina. He's been fantastic all season long. Like I said, he's two three-pointers shy of tying the Americans' all-time record uh, for three-pointers made in a career of 265. Remember Christian Vital? It sounds familiar. UConn. Yeah. Uh, 2016 to 20 has the record uh, right okay. now yeah. at 265. Vaguely. Yeah, Vaguely. so Harris is at 263 after going 6 of 13 from three in that win over East Carolina. Here's the story on Tyler Harris. We've talked about it. Like, you know, you, we've seen him come through Memphis. The fans, uh, the players spoke about it, meant a ton. Penny talked about it as well. Fifth in the AAC in scoring this year, 17 points per game. Leads the league in threes made, uh, shooting 39.8%. He's got 70 of them this year. It's been a hell of a college career for Tyler Harris. Guy's like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, uh, super athletic, all of that, but has been a has had a heck of a college career now at three stops. And uh, 17 points made, two three-pointers in that in that win of, excuse me, that loss to Memphis, uh, 93-80, what was that, 93-86 here. Uh, I bring this up because, Mem- t- uh, excuse me, South Florida's next game down in Tampa is Memphis. And so there's a very high likelihood that Tyler, again, needing three to break the record, will do it against the Tigers down there. And it'll just be a nice little feather in the cap of Tyler Harris. In terms of their team, listen, they're, they're just they're two up and down. They're three and seven in the American Athletic Conference. So any chance of them maybe making some noise in the, in the conference term or something like that, probably very slim. Maybe they put together a run, make an NIT. But uh, Tyler Harrison is in the midst of a great closeout season to a, to a – Fantastic college career, it seems. Certainly a productive one. And, uh, yeah, you're going to see him one more time. This will be, remember, Memphis has got Tulane this Saturday, tomorrow. Uh, it'll be Lorenzen Wright and uh, obviously honoring Larry Finch as well. But then on Wednesday, South Florida's next game, mm-hmm. uh, they'll be down there. Tyler Harris probably breaking the all-time uh, conference record for three-pointers made against the Tigers. I suspect a loss. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, that would be the perfect scenario, wouldn't it? That's how Penny's got it drawn up. How about that? That's kind but of, how about Tyler being the all-time career leader in threes? Yeah. In the American, and he left for one year, left the conference. To yeah. go do what? Go play in the Big 12. Yeah. Iowa State. That, that's, uh, and, 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 of course, you know, Memphis let him walk or facilitated that. You know, that's the other thing, right? It's like the all-time three-point leader in the conference was not welcome back at the University of Memphis. That's kind of weird. But we understand and even me, loving Tyler the way I do, would have loved to see him on the team, that when Penny made that decision to push out him and Ollie, that he thought Lester was coming back. That's true. And he was going to add an ACOT or another one of those three-point shooters. But he could have – let's be real. He could have gone and got Tyler back, couldn't he? I mean, he could have – like that – or maybe not. Maybe it was too Maybe it was too far gone. Maybe that couldn't have happened. Like, you, my, can't, you my, can't run me off twice and then bring me back. You know where I'm at on this. Yeah. Like, the, the kid had walked on for you the year before. He's a Memphis kid. He bleeds blue. Look at what he does when he – look at how much how, – how seriously he takes being a Tiger. Those are the kind of guys you want on your team. I understand Penny said, well, well, he wants 30 minutes a game. It really, a walk-on is demanding 30 minutes a game? There's not a role for him that Tyler's going to be willing to accept, especially after he came on as a walk-on, accepted a role last year? 
Set that. It's all water to the bridge. Penny's beat him and Nolly twice. And I can understand his thinking when he thinks, and you know this better than anybody, Lester should have come back. But again, you tell me two, two way off or five. At the time, that looked better. But the information said come back. And so how can you fault Penny for deciding, you know what, I'm keeping Lester. I'm going to go get me an ACOT. You know, he had to adjust. What I've said to others is the other thing about Penny, you got to credit him. So after he makes that decision, pushes those guys out, Lester doesn't come back despite the information, and, and, and you lose ACOT first day. Look at how he's adjusted. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing about him. No matter what you throw at him or if he makes a, a decision that comes back to haunt him a little bit, he can adjust with the best of them. And look, they're, they're, they're off to their best start in American Athletic Conference playing his five seasons. So just Penny the adjuster, Penny who can, hey, this thing turned in a way I didn't think was going to go. Right. Now i got to change course and get it back right. Dude. He's the king of it. He can do it all day long. But, yeah, Tyler Harris, more impo- uh, story more so here, three three-pointers away from breaking the Americans' all-time record for three-pointers made. It's a great accomplishment, certainly, for, for Tyler Harris. It will happen quite possibly uh, against the Tigers on Wednesday when they're down in Tampa. Story. Uh, real, yeah, I, I, uh, as we move on here, are you up on what's going on in our airspace? You know I am. Well, in case you have not heard, folks, there is a Chinese spy balloon that is now over the central United States. We first detected it. Well, I don't know when we first detected it. I guess they wouldn't tell us that. That's going to be very uh, confidential information. But we, we noticed it publicly. It was mentioned publicly when it was over in Montana, over the state of Montana yesterday. Um, and I, I can't recall a story like this. So I've been digging into it. I'm like, okay, you know, what's up with the Chinese spy balloon? Is there an explanation here? Is this a mistake? So uh, people initially thought it was a UFO. They initially thought this was, you know, what, what, you know, what, what do we call aliens? What's the, you know, what kind of, I don't know what we call it. Unidentified flying object. What are you talking about? I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to like whatever their race is. You don't believe in aliens. Uh, I, 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 I Extraterrestrial, what are you looking for, bro? I, I want to help you, but I can't right yeah, now. Yeah, I know this is not something that you were prepared to do, so I apologize. Either way, uh, the Chinese spy balloon is now over the central United States. China says, for their money, that it was, uh, it was, just a, it was a civilian airship um, that basically was deterred by wind. Now, the United States has come back, and they said that we have reason to believe that it is maneuverable. Which is essentially saying, China, y'all lying. Y'all know damn well what y'all are doing, and this is maneuverable. Um, it's now over the central United States. Um, we'll probably be over the United States for a few days, uh, so we're not going to shoot it down. Why? Because it, apparently there it, it is. It is so big. It's like the size of three buses that the risk of shooting it down is greater uh, okay. to, you, than than no. any kind of intelligence it's going to gather. You know, because they have satellites and things like that. So I don't, I don't know what it, um, I don't know what it, I, I don't know, obviously, like, I'm not in I these I can tell you stumped you the way you're scratching your head there. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the the end game is here. Um, one general did predict, I'm just, I'm just going to put this out there, brother. One general predicted war with China in 2025. You know, like a week that ago. That ain't even something I want to play with. Yeah, I'm, I, and I'm, I'm not playing with it. I mean, it's what he said, it, you know, and now you're seeing um, 
you know, you were seeing stories like this. Um, it's the, Anthony Blinken canceled his, his – he was going to go over there uh, this weekend. He's Trying to smooth things over as it was. Yeah, trip. And, and he canceled it. And he canceled it. And I get it. And I get it. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a wild story. Um, apparently this has happened before. It's not the first time it's happened. But I was looking. I was trying to find, you know, past stories of it. Did you find stories of us floating balloons over China? There are stories of us doing things like this. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's not. Again, this is this is this is a tactic used by several countries. China is not the only one. But it's the whole invading the United States airspace and our sovereignty. Yes. Without any kind of warning or right. heads up no or permission. Or permission exactly right. Where you know you can't. This is not supposed to happen. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the fallout of this is going to be, but if you go outside, well, I thought your take would be Biden slipping. No, I, I don't coming in here knowing you. No, Jason, I don't know. Cause you love to throw Biden under the bus. Yes. Uh, yes. So I figured you'd end it. You'd put it something like that on there and say he's slipping. Well, I have to be very careful considering, you know, I don't have an alibi for January 6th. So I have to be very careful about, you know, what I say publicly and what I don't, but they have more information on it than I do. And the, 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 the overwhelming point seems to be because they're satellites. They're, they already know. Right. Everybody knows, you know. Everybody knows where our silos are. This is not information that is necessarily private. There are some things about it that are private that we don't know. But the, the sheer location of it is not something that is unknown to people, which is what everybody was saying. Oh, Montana. Montana is where all of our... ICBM silos are, you know, they're going to, they're trying to see where our, you know, how long it would take to reach and things like that. I we mean, couldn't even shoot it down over Montana where there, it's less. You so, know, you know, you just don't care about the people of Montana? Well, it's, it's just more, it's sparser. It's, is it more sparse or sparser? Sparsest? I'm going to go with sparser, right? In terms of people, mm-hmm. fewer of them. Yes. You'd shoot it down over a ranch. Yeah, that would, like, or just like a general forest or. A canyon, forests in mountain. Montana. I saw ranch here. Now, now some people say maybe we're trying to um, see what it's going to do, see if maybe we can capture it and and see what's in the balloon. Is we don't need to see if we can capture it. You just go up there and get it, right? We have the capacity to do that. Well, how do you? How, how do you do? How, I don't know how you, you send cap- something up there and. Just but it's apparently three buses. Throw that go go gadget. The size of it. three buses. Be interesting. I don't know. That would be the argument, though. Shoot it down. People want that to happen. People want. Uh, you I know. like the way the stores captured your attention. Well, yeah, and I, really your imagination. I think everybody needs to be on alert, man. That China is invading. No, China's not invading. You said we've been. They've been doing this for years, to us. No, China ain't going to invade the United States. That ain't who you got to worry about. China's going to invade Taiwan, and that's when that's when ish hits the fan, mm-hmm. because like the average American was not impacted when Russia invaded ukraine right they just weren't doesn't we don't get anything from russia or ukraine like wheat you know we can find that we can get that and it ended up they are still exporting it anyway we get a lot of valuable things from taiwan we get the semiconductor chips that power our computers that power our cars that power lots of things Mm -hmm. that we get for very right relatively cheap well china gets a hold of taiwan and access to all of those semiconductor chips and the manufacturing of those semiconductor chips, then the, the, the balance of power in the world begins to change, begins to shift. Because in this case, China holds the cards. And, and, and yeah, that's just one 
faint way to think about it. Yeah. You know, and that's why that's why Taiwan's such a sticking point, you know, and why America has sent weapons and things like that. You know, we want Taiwan to, to maintain its sovereign state, you know, status because we get a lot of stuff from Taiwan. But the United States has taken some measures um, trying to bring some of the semiconductor manufacturing back. <clears throat> you to, have to. To our Because the alternative land. is. Well, because nobody, like, who benefits from China and the United States going to war? The answer is nobody. The answer is nobody benefits from that because the cost is going to be so immense beyond economic. I mean, it's, 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 it's the world as we know it, right? I mean, you're talking about two of the largest powers, you know, uh, the, I'd say the two largest powers, um, you know, and both have access to to nuclear weapons and and an and an unimaginable nuclear. Ar- I mean, this is real talk, folks. I mean, this is you know. No, well, I mean, that's why I was, uh, you, you made the you laid it all out there perfectly. It's why eventually you would have to cut those ties and you would have to find other ways that's to true. get what you need because you're not well, right? Because you can't afford to. You're gonna are you like are you really gonna are you the, is the it, cost is too high? Are you gonna go to world war over Taiwan? I mean, that's gonna that's be the that's gonna be the fundamental question that 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 defines you know. If you listen to the experts, the next ten to fifteen years. Yeah, I just think it's a very simple answer. No. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Yeah, you, you have to find alternatives, right? And grow them. Yeah. And Apple's CEO yesterday was talking about how, um, you know, semiconductors in America, like there's, don't necessarily assume that it's more expensive, and he didn't go into details. <clears throat> so, again, I pay attention to these things. So that you don't have to. Yeah, we're not going to war over micro. We're not going to war- World War Three over microchips, bro. Wouldn't that be like the most human thing ever, though? Um, Para got our back. We could start producing Wi-Fi? them. Start producing them right now. Now you can get to the microchip business. Well, wow, they're producing them right now. Let's go. There's a market for it. Why do you think Grind City's hiring all those people <laughs> to do do microchips? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a. Let's see. Yeah. I said we got the technology. You don't have to depend on Taiwan. I realize how cheap it is, and that means convenience. But yeah. you're not going World War Three over Taiwan, bro. Can't. That's going to be the rub. I mean, that's going to be the rub. Anyway, the China. You might, if you go outside, you might see the. It might be like the eclipse in 2017. Well, and I told John last night they're already <laughs> watching you on TikTok. So don't get, don't be so alarmed because they see everything you're doing in your home. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's, that's probably China. That's surveillance. It's it's a different form of surveillance. It's more like yeah. a hey, this you know, how do you use? So, when when do you use? All y'all that are go? already locked in, you're already getting watched. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm. You're right. You're right. You're you're. There is no doubt about it. And I think to be quite honest with you. <laughs> there will be repercussions. See, Brad, that's why I don't have TikTok on my phone that was made in China, I believe. But yeah, I don't have TikTok. I'm not, I'm not on TikTok. My phone was probably made in China, right? But I don't have TikTok on it. You know, it's interesting. So we, we fight all in our different ways. You know what I'm saying? We have like a social media wing of our company because uh, of all the, the things we use, and they've recommended us not to get on TikTok for from an Odyssey platform perspective. That's why I like the station's not on TikTok. Well, there's going to be, I think, a... Uh, uh, <clears throat> a Watch real it. push to ban it. Oh, I know. What'd you now, say? Texas is a yeah. That, the, uh, yeah. The, what was that story out of the University of Texas, Texas. school system? Right. Yeah. Um, so you should be careful, John, because I know you're just seem to get more sucked in by it every day. Yeah, it's, I'm guilty of it. I'm I'm a hundred like it's weird. It's like when I'm at home, like when I'm at work, you know, I don't as much. But when I'm at home and I'm sort of left to my own devices, like, and I don't even know what I'm looking for. I don't even know what I'm trying to see. But it's just like TikTok just has there's an algorithm. 
it knows what I want to see. Yes. It knows. It knows I want to see, like. Halsey. No, I don't get any Halsey, man. Like, what's the first video that comes up right now? Let's just see. Just for fun. We're talking about it. It knows we're talking about it. Be careful, John. Because it right might be inappropriate. Uh, free agent moves in the NFL. It's got all these free agent moves. Right. So then you're just scrolling, and that becomes a habit, and China's got you. Yeah, so so now it, know, it knows like I'm an NFL fan, so it gives me, boom, here's the Super Bowl. Here's where all these guys came from. It's like mindless drivel, you know, contributing to the, the, the decrease in productivity of the American workforce. You know? It's so scary, that they, it's so scary that, to me. So that they can send the, you know, the balloon over. I said, well, this guy's a pace setter. We don't have to worry about him. Right, I'm not their, I'm not their top worry. You know they're, they they know they got me. I'm I'm out of the equation. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that, we're, we're we're giving you news you can use, folks. You, news I mean, you can use. Politics, John. That's a, a, a geo politics at that. That's true. Like not even just like local. World. We're not talking about the local mayoral race, which is its, its own thing. We're talking about we're we're prepping you for, like, hey, there's a spy balloon in over uh, in American skies. What does that mean for me? There you go. Only from Jason and John. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only from Jason and John. That's the latest. There you have it. Um, hey, in the meantime, in between time, you might want to work on your jumper. There you go. Um, you can get that thing high enough, that arc high enough, you can maybe get the balloon down, right? Spy balloon says that jumper's broke. Need to get to shoot 360. They've got millions of little data points, not via spy balloon, but camera, where they can really, that technology is going to help you understand, hey, you got to work on your arc, you got to work on your depth, you got to work on other things. It can really help you get better as a basketball player. So if you've got a son or daughter or a niece or nephew that loves the game of basketball, take them over to Shoot360, get that monthly membership, that six-month membership, all of them available, 85 Market Center Drive in Carville. Yep, you're going to be blown away as soon as you walk through the door like John and I both were when we did, and this is the place, too, where Jay Williams took down John in the shooting contest. Set that to the side. Uh, your kid's going to get better. Your niece or nephew's going to get better. You're not going to be paying an arm and a leg for it, so you're going to be smiling as well. You can get unlimited access. they got a bunch of membership options. Go check them out yourself. Get unlimited access to that training equipment, the development coaches they've got out there, the weight training, everything you need to get better at basketball, everything you need to have a little fun. they got it all out there at Shoes 360. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future's now out at Shoes 360. Go see them out at 85 Mark Center Drive in Cairoville. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.